was looking for a breath of life, a little touch of heavenly light. But all the choirs in my head say, oh. All right, New River Valley, welcome back. This is Mark Tapp with Keith Welton's. You're listening to AM Hodgepodge. I think uh, I'm going to have to have Nate fix all the music because it's, uh, it's just not coming through very very loud. Really? So so if you're listening to the show and you could barely hear any of the music coming in and out. You think congratulations, uh, you're lucky. Because <laughs> the, the selection this yeah, week wasn't very good. put a lot of time into the selection yeah, uh-huh. this week. <laughs> it's like, if these are all falling into your uh, search engine by accident, yeah. that tells you that what you're looking for on purpose needs to be changed. <laughs> Does that make sense? I got those. Those are all saved. Jesse, does that make sense? I think you might be onto something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like if it just keeps if, if they're if they're all not cool, then by and then it's by accident. It's because the the first ones aren't cool. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's right. Well, we've got uh, we've got uh, as promised. We've got a guest on the show here. He's been on the show before. Yeah. Yep. And uh, he was on the show, sort of pitching a concept of, of of a vote that was taking place in yeah, the city of and then, and then was completed yeah but i don't think he ever came on and and updated yeah, us on did. the on the results yeah did you yeah you did officially i did not make a return to the show yeah. on that oh, yeah. then I, but i was at a different location and you said it yeah. right right yeah. well i can provide the update today yeah. if you'd like. yeah. well so first introduce yourself I'm Jesse Kelly mm-hmm. of Nursery Natives, and yes, I opened this vote last year for the city of Radford to select a native species of tree to represent the city. Uh, the final vote count was rendered in October of 2022, and that is the eastern redbud. Yep. So, so was it uh, just a slam dunk? The redbud won by a, a mile, or were there some close runner-ups? It was a pretty big margin. Yeah. Uh, second, the runner-up was Paw Paw, so I was, I was happy yeah, to see yeah, that. Yeah. Um, the dogwood wasn't far behind, uh-huh. but uh, far out and away it was the red bud, so it's the people's choice. All yeah. right. Cool. So uh, now I just drove, Keith, you know this, I drove down to Roanoke. Yeah, uh, and I drove too, and it was yeah. gorgeous, right? There's a Perfect. stretch going down the hill, da- Christiansburg Hill. Mountain, yeah. Yeah. Uh, that is loaded with red buds. Now, yeah. can you tell me, are those naturally occurring, or yeah. were they planted there? So if you're talking about along 81, yeah. a lot of those have shown up as a result of naturally occurring okay. red buds, at least likely. It's amazing. Some of them could have been planted, but mm-hmm. they are straight natives, eastern red buds. So that reseeding process, you see how many they produce year after year. And there are long stretches of 81 yeah. that are just gorgeous it's at this amazing. time of the year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Amazing. So um, what does that, the, the fact that the redbud won as the preferred tree for Radford, what does that mean? I think it means something different to everybody. I, I hope that what it can mean is as a unifying force and sort of a mascot for an outdoor recreational area. The, the whole New River Valley is just so beautiful. Mm. And the redbud is one of those elements that particularly in the sprints Radford, whether you're coming down 81 or you're hopping off at mm-hmm. 105 or coming from Christiansburg, redbuds are prevalent. And uh, I think most people enjoy seeing them at this time of the year. So yeah. it can mean lots of things. I'd love to ask you guys. What yeah, well, it means a lot. I, and, I, and we have our I have one in my my yard, my backyard, planted it underneath a maple, and it's been doing well because of the like some of that level of protection. But you know, from a from a visual standpoint, you know, you had this the selection, and obviously now's the time of the year. But you're engaged in two different things. You've got a a, a, a naming now of a festival that we'll talk about, and then you also have a a, a secondary 
uh, project, which I will consider primary uh, project, uh, that the that the festival is actually secondary. But I know we want to talk about the festival today. But where you've taken on Sunset Park as a, a project, and so maybe you can kind of quickly give us the rundown on both of those in whichever order you choose. Definitely. How about, because I do want to talk about the festival. I'm super excited about that. But we can briefly take a stop at Sunset Park, which is a project that myself and Katie are are working on right now, as well as with a number of other local organizations, Mm -hmm. including the Rotary Club of Radford. Uh, Happy to welcome them on as partners. And right now, the installation of two garden beds, native garden beds, right there at the sign, the intersection of Preston and A Street, Mm -hmm. is where Katie and I have been spending lots of time planting things. Katie's and, here in the studio. Yes. She just doesn't want to be on the mic. <laughs> yeah. Hey, everybody. She's the brains. So she's like, I'm not getting on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she is the brains. It yeah. wouldn't happen without her. Uh, but at sunset, we, we've got things underway and we've actually put in a few other proposals and have an estimate on some really neat things that we hope the park can hold in the future. But we want to continue to get as much insight from the community and see what people would like to see there while we also try to get some funds together. Yeah. Uh, which right now there already is a way that you can um, help support sunset. But maybe we can come back to that at the end of the. Yeah, show. it's one of the higher density parks relative to homes that kind of touch it yeah. within the city and it's probably one of the most underused parks relative to that ratio would you agree with that absolutely it is it's a magnificent park it's got a lot of space though and mm-hmm. you're right there's a, a football team that practices there a few times throughout the year otherwise it's, it's a lot of space that could be used and i i'm told historically that when that park was first open lots and lots of people would be out there sure and so katie and i took the time to kind of assess what parks in radford have the most opportunity if time was invested mm-hmm. um, and that's how we landed on sunset because we think it has a lot to offer yeah, yeah. probably so, if you if you set up a bunch of tvs with game boys they would they would, they would all they be flock there. there exactly yeah. right exactly <laughs> right so you've got this uh wonderful idea that is now the annual you're gonna i'm gonna call it annual but it's going to be your redbud festival Correct. This is the inaugural on April 22nd, Earth Day at Nestlerod on the New. This is the first, but yes, we want this to become an annual festival, and we hope that it can just grow year after year. Mm -hmm. Now, I I was privy to a lot of the conversation uh, around this. So when you say festival, tell everybody what you mean and, and why there should be some excitement for the community to show up. Oh, so many different things. I mean, festival at, at its heart is this is we're celebrating everything local that's great about Radford and New River Valley. But the music lineup is sensational. If you guys haven't seen it yet, we have 10 local bands that will be a part of it. Three food trucks, all kinds of amazing vendors. And most of all, if you want to get your spring plantings, you can come to the festival because we will have lots mm. of great local nurseries yeah, that are go. there. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so the idea here for individuals out there is to make a concerted effort within the confines of Radford's borders to be able to say we can highlight a park, but I think to then encourage individuals to take some ownership on their own plantings and to understand what native means and could actually work in your own uh, space, correct? 
Yeah, exactly. I mean, I think that if people have the opportunity to, to plant and it's there free, accessible, um, they might like to do that in a park. And I, I'm sure they'd love to do it at home if it, if it felt like it was accessible. So a lot of what we're trying to do is generate the interest and bring the means. If the resources are there, then uh, it makes it more inviting for people. Yeah. Make it fun, too. The music and the food and all that. Yeah. So can you – I know you. I'm going to catch you off guard a little bit here, but can you list a few of the bands? I can. Well, some of our favorites will be there. You guys know Stevie One Shoes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, who will be down. Uh, he'll be playing on the gazebo stage. We got Jimothy, another local band, The Breakfast Club, Appalachian Space Train, if you guys haven't seen. They'll mm-hmm. be uh, kicking off the final set finale in the amphitheater stage uh-huh. at Nestlerod. So we're excited about everybody that's going to play, though. All different kinds of music, or is, it, is there a theme? I don't think there's necessarily it's, a theme. The theme is good. Yeah. The opposite of good the, the intro yeah. and the outro today. <laughs> yeah. None of that will be there. Ah, sorry. Yeah. There, there's some good range, though, guys. Yeah. What I yeah. really like about it is your start time. Yeah. You, you chose a really good start time, which is, I think, 2 o'clock. Is that correct? Uh, gates will open at 2.30. What 2:30. we want to do, though, is have people show up at 2. We can get them all checked in. Correct. And be walking through the gates there at 2.30. Yeah, what's nice about that is that it still allows you to get those things done that may be around. Because this is a lawn season for people, too, right? So it allows you to get those things done and then actually go and reward yourself. The second is... It's not always uh, warm in the morning, and so mm-hmm. uh, this allows for that secondary part. The last is that with the, the location, there is covered space, there's open space, so there's plenty of room to move around regarding whatever happens that particular day as far as uh, weather, heat, and, uh, wind, stuff like that. So you, you picked a great location. I think you picked a great time. When I saw the time, I said, that's a winner. That's a total winner. Is, is there is it rain or shine, or is there a... a... It, it's rain or shine, baby. Okay. We're going to make it work, and you're right. we got plenty of coverage if need be. Um, but, yeah, hopefully it's going to be a beautiful day on April 22nd at Nesselrod. Yeah. Well, we appreciate you coming in. Appreciate all the hard work that you're doing on that. If people want to find out more about it, how do they uh, find you guys? Yeah, if you want to learn about the festival, you can just type in the Radford Redbud Festival. There's tickets available through Eventbrite as well as BetterWorld.org. Uh, Nursery Natives, the nonprofit uh, that's organizing all this, uh, has um, logins for both of those. But the, actually, the, the tickets on Better World are a little bit cheaper, so I'd recommend checking those out. But you can also find more information on Facebook. Again, that's Nursery Natives, the event organizer that's a local nonprofit here in Radford, Virginia. Awesome. Awesome. Thanks so much. That's it. Everybody out there, have a great weekend. You've been listening to AM Hodgepodge.